Happy New Year. It's Julie Pilot from the Idea Fountain. I have something special for you. We're going to do numerology and let people know what to expect for 2020. For those who know me, one of my party tricks has always been numerology. It goes in nine-year cycles. All I need is the day and month of your birthday, and I can tell you what type of year you're going to have. Today, I have the woman who taught me everything I know. Karen Cornell. We taped this episode a little bit on the fly in Ojai on my iPhone, so forgive me. You can actually hear a fountain in the background, but I wanted you to get all the information. You'll not only learn how to do numerology for yourself and your friends, but we'll go through some examples so you can start to get the hang of it. Also, I just launched a new website. It's juliepilot.co. That's J-U-L-I-E-P-I-L-A-T dot co. All the details will be there on how to do your numerology under the Idea Fountain. Happy New Year. I-D-E-A-F-O-U-N-E-A-I-N. This is the Idea Fountain. Life-changing conversations. We're here for another episode of the Idea Fountain, and uh, I kind of love this. I feel like, um, I don't, not I feel like, it's the first ever episode of the Idea Fountain with an actual fountain behind me. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, so I was saying, Karen Cornell, every single month I interview somebody that has changed my life, and you have been on the top of my list forever because you've been such an important part of my life. Ever since I was very young, mm-hmm. we were laughing yesterday that we've been through multiple cycles of numerology mm-hmm. together, and um, so it's a real privilege to get to talk to you in such a special place. We're outdoors here in Ojai. And it's gorgeous here, and the sun's out. Yay, it's not raining. Yeah, and uh, it's December, but a Seattle woman said it's warm enough for her outside. Oh, well, I can do anything. I can sit out. I come out my, with my coat on when I'm here. Yeah. If I have to, I like to sit out here, maybe the fountain is in the pool. Well, there's something really special about mm-hmm. Ojai. There's well, just the energy out here in the this, nature. This, this particular place, this house, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so today we're going to talk about numerology. <laughs> mm-hmm. But first, uh, do you want to explain how we met? Well, I don't know if you were 16 or 17 and you were interning at Cube in Seattle and I was on the air with Lindsay. The hip-hop radio station in Seattle. Yes, I was on the air and I was taking call-ins and doing numerology and you were interning so that's how I met you. Mm -hmm. We won't say how old you are now but it's a lot of years ago Mm -hmm. and a lot of years for me as well and that's how I met you and then ended up when Lindsay left and you took that job. You and I were on the air together for seven and a half years, I think. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if everybody knows that I was a DJ in Seattle at a hip-hop station. And what I love is just thinking back about how much technology has changed. Because, first of all, we were at a hip-hop radio station in Seattle. And we would stop the music once a month. To have you come in and do numerology. Well, we did music in between calls. Yeah. But I had a set day every week or every month or whatever we did. And people knew when I was coming. And 
by the time I would get in the door and sit down, you would say, we've already got five people waiting on the phone. And people would mm-hmm. also fax in their birthday. And we'd have so many faxes, mm-hmm. you could stack them up and be the size of a phone book. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah. It was fun. And we played music in between. You did. Yeah. You didn't. I was just there to do numerology, not play music. Well, and that's how I learned numerology from you, Mm -hmm. because as we would take calls and people would give their birthdays, Mm -hmm. you would do what was called a personal year. And will you explain, um, almost everybody knows about astrology, kind of the nuances between numerology and astrology? Well, the different, there isn't, the answers that you will get are going to be pretty much the same. Energy is energy, <clears throat> excuse me, and we're all nothing but energy. So the numbers reflect energy that's going on around you. And I can do, I used to go and be on, I'd be on the radio or do something in a party when I do it with a person who was doing astrology. And we would be given one person's name and birthday or whatever. And we would both work up things really quick. And what we would tell the person was almost identical. One of us coming from astrology and the other from numerology. So basically what you're doing is you are reading a person's energy. And so, you know, the person is the person. It doesn't matter how you get there. Yeah. I just happen to like numbers. It's so interesting because energy is a real thing. Like, Mm -hmm. as I'm sitting here with Mm -hmm. you, Karen is notorious for setting off, bringing so much energy into a room that uh, equipment will misfire and stuff like that. So I said, okay, let me record this. Let me do a backup on my phone. How would you describe, for somebody that doesn't exactly believe in energy or understand how it works? They don't have to believe in it. It's going to happen whether they want to believe in it or not. Right. People, human beings, are nothing but electrical energy. Every, the universe we live in is electrical energy. And so, because you can't see energy, you don't realize every thought you have is a thing. Every word you say is a thing. When Shirley MacLaine back in the 70s was talking about creating your own reality. She has my birthday. I know she does. So does Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so does Barbara Streisand. And um, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, I'm done. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that one. Good for you. Um, so anyway, where was I? I was in oh, what Shirley MacLaine did. Um, she talked about creating your own reality. And at the time she did that, which was, you know, like 40, 50 years ago, I thought, what is she talking about? Well, of course, over the years it became very clear that when you are thinking, talking, you're speaking, you're, you're sending out energy, and then you're telling the universe, this is what my thoughts are, this is telling the universe, this is what I want. And so that's what it brings you. And people don't understand that, that when you say you're creating your own reality, when things go bad, you better clean up your thoughts a little bit and figure out where, they, where you started getting so negative. Well, and it's easy for people to want to ruminate and dwell and mm-hmm. obsess oh, yeah. uh, or be angry at what oh, yeah. went wrong. Mm-hmm. And that just anchors you in a tough space. Well, it puts you into that negative energy and then it's hard to get out of it. Yeah. It's like a loop because you keep doing it and doing it. Anyway, with numerology, numbers explain to me energy that's going on around you that you can't see, but that's, you know, so if I know your birthday, I know a lot about what's going on around you and the energy that's affecting you at this moment. And you mentioned the personal year, which is what you always did that on the radio. Right. And the reason I do that one is because that one changes every time the year changes. Mm-hmm. So when the year, the number of the year, now we're going from 2019 to 2020, that energy changes and that changes what's happening for you 
Right. So the way we figure the personal year, and this you can do yourself, um, is you take the month you're born and the day you're born, and you add it to the current year. You do right. not use the year you were born for this. You just use the month and the day and add it to the current year, and that tells us what year you're, you're going into. Um, we have nine-year cycles in numerology, and if you want to know what year you came in on, you add up your whole birthday, and that tells you that you came in on that particular year. And my, we call that your uh, path of life number or birth path number. And uh, mine is a seven. Is yours? Yeah, mine's a seven, a seven too. As well, which means we came in on the seventh year of a nine-year cycle, and you would finish out the nine-year cycle, and then it starts over. So now we're about to have a change in the year, and we're going from 2019. Which, if you add that up, it adds up to a three. And we're going to 2020, which adds up to a four. Now we're going to take the month and day of your birth and add it to a four and see what year you're going into. And as you're mm -hmm. adding the numbers, mm -hmm. you just keep adding it up yep. until you get a yep. single digit. Yep. So for you, we're going to add your birthday month and then the day you're born, which adds to a six. Yeah, so my yeah. birthday is April 24th. Right. And like Karen said, we're not going to focus on the year I was born. We're focusing on the current year, right. 2020. Right on. And so you, that adds up to a 14. And what you're going to do then is add your one and your four together, and you have a five. You always add it up to a single digit. So we're going to go through some birthdays so people start to hear what the different years are like. And yes. a five-year yes. is, I think, one of the toughest for me because, it's hard for me too. you know, for numerology, I was trying to think about how to articulate how it's changed my life. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like having a weather report. Oh, that's a good analogy. I like that. You don't know exactly what's going to happen, but if it's going to rain, might as well bring an umbrella. There you go. <laughs> well, there's a lot to be said for that. That's a good analogy. I like that a lot. I'm not sure I've ever heard that before. And, but the difficult thing is for somebody that likes to plan and manifest and set goals and make things happen in your five year, it's it almost impossible. It really is. So think about it this way. There's nine years in the cycle. Mm -hmm. So you've done years one through four. Right. And usually every single year there's a focus. I can say that in the number one year, it's all new beginnings, new opportunities, new ideas, doors opening for you and new people coming into your life. And the two years more about working together and teamwork. It's um, cooperation and compromise and unity and teamwork and relationship and partnership. It's two people rather than one. Three is creativity and talent and expression and communication. And four, well, that's a difficult year usually. Well, but last year, my four year, mm -hmm. it can be difficult, but it's a year of great accomplishments. Because you work really hard. And last year, I graduated college in my four year. Really? I went back and finished my senior year of college. Really? But See, it was difficult. That. That's really, but it's hard because it's kind of slow moving mm -hmm. energy. And it's also, every year has a physical energy to it. So it affects you physically. And four years, such a low physical energy year that you're dragging. It's tiring. And so now I'm in my five year, and I'm ready to jump out of my skin. Okay, so now I, <laughs> I, I'm not wild about them either, and I have one girlfriend that practically wants to go to bed for the whole year. She hates them so bad. But the reason is this. You've done years one through four, and every year we can say this is what probably is going to focus you. You're going to focus on this one thing. The five year has no focus. Five energy is high physical energy. 
but it's unfocused. It darts. It's let's go here. Let's go there. No, let's go do this. No, let's go do that. Oh, but we should go over there and do that. It is a year of change, and that is the byword for the five years. It is boredom and restlessness and a big need for freedom and change, change, change. And it is movement. So you will travel in the five years. You may change your residence. You may change your job. Everything kind of changes. It's kind of, it feels like upheaval. But the way I see it is <coughs> the universe is saying, okay, you've done years one through four. Let's give you a big shakeup here. It's like living in the middle of a little cyclone for a year. And then we're going to pop you out and see what you do with years six through nine. And so the five year for a lot of people that don't have a lot of five in their charts in other places becomes disruptive and confusing. And if you have a lot of fours in your chart, like I do, then the five year is like, what am I going to do? You know, and you have to remember stay focused you have to consciously work on it yeah and well what's hard too is it's very much expecting unexpected movement yeah. and change yeah. so uh i'm open to change but a lot of times if you focus on something uh it ends up going the other way like we were talking about when you were on the radio with me in yeah. Seattle, yeah. Um, when I was starting my five year years ago, it was at the end of 2001. And I thought, I knew I wanted to move to LA or New York to have yeah. a bigger role in the music industry. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be New York. And I was in line for a couple jobs there. And I was certain I was going to move to New York. And what then did I tell you? September 11th happened. And everything in New York got put on hold for a year. I so, don't think I put together at the time that that's why you didn't go there. But I didn't I tell you you were going to go to L.A.? Probably. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, so, you know, it's, it's tough to focus. So it'll be mm -hmm. interesting. I'm really thankful this year. I've had a lot of new experiences and opportunities mm -hmm. and new relationships mm -hmm. come into my life. So, well, I'll check in about summer, and I'll let you know how it's going. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it is, while it is a challenge, it's also exciting. And yeah. If you are a person that can allow yourself to roll with changes and roll with the things that are coming and not get stuck in everything has to be a certain way. Right. Because if you are a person that doesn't like change, and I have to say, if you don't like change, you're on the wrong planet. I don't mind change. I just like to do. be in charge of it. <laughs> that has all the earmarks of a Taurus. <laughs> Tauruses like to do that. Yeah. The earth signs all do. No, I think that change is going... Here's the thing. More, a lot of people don't like change. I, my, I remember my mother saying how much she hated change, and I said, oh, that's too bad, because that's the only thing you can count on on this planet is change. Things are going to change. For better or for worse, things are going to change. And if you can't roll with that and learn how to cope with it, then you're in big trouble. Yeah. And so that's what the five years is teaching you is things are going to change and you better learn to roll with that and accept it and go with it or that, life is going to be difficult. That's kind of been my mantra, adaptability. <laughs> that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one to say that. Okay, so I've got a couple of celebrities and I've mm -hmm. got a couple of real people that uh, want to know their birthday. Are celebrities not real people? Oh, I guess that's, uh, I mean, people I know. How about that? Uh, um, let's, you want to do a celebrity first? Sure. Oh, this is actually interesting. This is, I know too much information, but I found out, I, I was pulling it up. 
Rihanna and Joe Biden are both in the same year because Rihanna is February 20th and Biden is November 20th. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I thought you were saying she was a Scorpio. No, but so people listening can figure out their own birthday. The reason Mm -hmm. those are the same is February is the second month. Right. And November is the 11th month. But if you add up the one and the one, it's It's a two. two. Right. And then they're both the 20th, which equals a four. And then you add it to 2020, which is a four. Mm -hmm. So they're both in eight years. Which, so let's talk about that because we haven't gotten that far. We kind of hit the one through five here. Um... Eight is a, of all of the nine-year cycle, the highest physical energy for your body is the number eight year. The eight year is a great year of focus. It is setting goals and making things happen. It is success. It is achievement. Um, It is always about your career in some way or another um, and about money because your money is usually attached to your career as well. So it's an extremely good year. For Rihanna, it would be a super good year for her to make money with her career. For Joe Biden, who is going to apparently run for president, it looks like he might get that. Maybe. We'll see. Well, and it's interesting because he was messing up last year, right? Like he was really struggling and like not doing great in the debates. And this means as the year shifts, he might kick into gear. The other thing I thought was interesting, and I was thinking about this when we were talking last night, uh, you know, there's, am I right? There's not necessarily a bad year. There's lower energy years, but they all matter, right? Well, they all matter, of course, and there's something to be learned or accomplished in every one of them in one way or another. Um, Now, I'm currently in the seven year, which I consider the hardest year of the nine year cycle, although I have to say my four year this time was pretty pretty it's pretty bad but the seven year I've often I the reason I consider it the lowest or the hardest is because it's the lowest physical energy mm-hmm. so you're just really dragging but there's a reason for that the seven has two meanings in just in general meanings one is knowledge edu- and education and the other is um, spirituality I don't know if I knew knowledge and education. I thought yeah. it was just, okay, got no, it. Spirituality, but knowledge and education. But the idea being, if you get this knowledge, what are you going to do with it? You know, that's your spiritual And is side. that soul searching too? Yes. Or the spirituality? Yes. So, yeah. So when you hit the seven year, um, it's a year where the universe slows you down, which is why right. you're so tired, because you are to do some soul searching that year. This is a year of going within and looking at self. And reevaluating who you are, where you are, what you're doing with this life. Why am I here, God? What am I doing? Why am I doing all this? Boy, I do ask myself that a lot. Um, but I don't have to be in a seven year to ask myself those questions. But the seven year is a year of reevaluation and soul searching. And so it just slows you down so that you will take the time to do that. The problem is with it, we don't live in a, in a society where we can take a year off yeah. and go hibernate. <clears throat> it's very reclusive energy. So it's not social at all. It's not about love. It's not about money. It's not about your job. It's not about your relationship. It's about you. And so that's where your concentration is supposed to be. So somebody calls and says, oh, gosh, let's go out to dinner and go to the movies. And you're thinking, I'd rather stay home in my jammies and read a book. Right. I just don't want to. I don't want to go anywhere. It's not social. Um, But you will do a lot of reflecting in that year, and that's what you need to do. 
it helps you to re reflect on where you're, what direction are you going and where are you in life and what do you want to do with your life. But you know what makes me really excited about this mm -hmm. is right now I think authenticity resonates more than ever before because things in the world are so polished and have filtered on it and uh, people, and deceit underneath. Right. People really are connecting with vulnerability. And for yes. somebody like Rihanna, if she's going into an eight-year now, if last year she was in a seven-year and she was soul-searching and maybe opening up, she could have made the best music of her life and then releasing it this year in an eight-year. Yeah. And she's um, just on, like, the very beginning of the Pisces sign, which is super sensitive anyway. Right. And so you could hear some really good music from her. Uh, interesting thing today yeah. is LeBron James' birthday. December thirtieth, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. I just saw he got voted best male athlete of the decade by somebody, but he's been having a hard time since he came to the Lakers. Hasn't been going great. Really? Yeah. Well, things may be looking up. Oh yeah. Because he's going into a number one year. So he's coming out of a nine year. Yes, and nine years are spotty energy. Nine year is up and down energy. Nine year is not about your career either. I love numerology so much because he's been on the Lakers for two years. Yeah. So he came to LA in an eight year. Yeah. Then he didn't have a probably, great year in his nine year. A great big fat contract yes. and made a whole lot of money on that yep. contract and had a really crummy year this year. We may be moving too fast. I don't think we've told any. Oh, we did tell we with the eight about, years. Yeah, so the eight years. We haven't talked about is a six. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So, so he moved to LA. Nine year is very much about it's humanitarian energy it is very it's not about money at all and, and last year he opened a school see yeah in the, in 2019 yeah okay so that year is not a it was not a year where he would be concentrating on himself he would be concentrating on humanitarian and philanthropic things which is what hmm. he was doing and apparently he couldn't do that and play well at the same time anyway now going into a number one year all new beginnings, new opportunities, new ideas, doors opening for him and new people coming into his life. It should be a really good year. Gosh, I just think the first half of the cycle <laughs> is such a better flow than the you middle so? to end. Yeah. Well, the sixth year we didn't talk about, we've hit, kind of hit on everything. The sixth year is about marriage, home, family, and responsibility. And so there's always during the sixth year, um, you don't have to be married, but you may have a relationship going or... In the sixth year, family issues will come up. Things that have to do if you don't have, if you're not married and you don't have your own kids, but you've got a mother and a father and brothers and sisters and that kind of stuff. Family issues will come up in the sixth year. Also, you may find in the sixth year that you have more responsibility dumped on you. Oh, really? That you have to maybe in your work or with your family or whatever more responsibility you have to take. Is this right? I remember <laughs> in your sixth year home and family. Is it a good year to make your house feel like a home? Yeah. Well, you've been so scattered and running all over the place in a five-year yeah. that by the time you get to the six-year, not only are you exhausted because you need a rest, but you look around and think, boy, I need to put some attention on this place. I haven't really worked on it for a year. Right. So, you know, you put some attention on, on fixing up your home and making it more comfortable for you in a six-year. All right. Let's do a couple listeners of the Idea Fountain so people can continue to get the eight, uh, the hang of this. Yeah. Uh, Morgan's birthday is April 8th. She says the numerology changing energy is the, her favorite time of the year. It's kind of fun because let's, we haven't talked about that part of it, so that was good. Um, 
First of all, the energy of the personal year is obviously a calendar year because you're dealing with that whole year, that number. But it's energy. You're not just flipping a switch the morning of January 1st and bam, it's going to change. Right. So from, we'll just use Christmas as an example because you're close enough to the first of the year that you're pretty much fully into the new energy by Christmas. From Christmas to summer solstice in June, the energy of the year you're in kind of intensifies and brings you more and more of whatever that year is doing. And then after summer solstice, through the summer, the energy kind of wanes a little bit. Now we're getting to fall equinox. And now the new energy, remember energy is never standing still. It is always moving, always. So now the energy of the year you've been experiencing is starting to recede toward fall equinox and the new energy of the new year is starting to come in. And all through those fall months, I used, when my kids were little and before I ever took numerology, I used to think it was because kids went back to school and right. now, now you're getting ready for the holidays and all that stuff. That's and always felt like more of the new year start to does. me than January 1st. And it does because what's really happening is the energy is changing right there. And all through those fall months, you've got the one year receding and the new one coming in. Now, if the year you're in is really different energy than the year you're going to, which is, for instance, going from the four where you've been right. to the five where you're going, where you were going, there is a big difference. And sometimes you will feel it right away. Like right first thing in the fall, you're going to feel a big change right there. Um, <clears throat> and I know that I did because I went, I'm, I'm went into that seven energy. But where I'll really feel it is leaving the seven energy and going to the eight. Yeah. Because the lowest physical energy in the whole nine-year cycle is a seven, and the highest is the eight. So you feel like you got shot out of a cannon. So now we're at Christmas, and all through these fall months. So you're almost halfway through it, in some ways. In some ways, sort of, a quarter of the way. Yeah. Yeah, because all through these fall months, that energy has been changing, and you've been going into the new one. So now we're heading into the new year. We're already there. Okay, so Morgan's April 8th. Yeah, so 4 and 8 is 12 and 4 is 16. So, sorry about that, Morgan, but like me, you've gone oh. into a seven-year. Um, and that's just that, as I said, it's that lower physical energy. Now, one of the things I want to say about the seven-year is if you have any problems physically, and lots of times in a seven-year, something will crop up with you medically that you had no idea was there. But whatever happens, please, this is not a year to not go to the doctor. There are a lot of people that hate going to the doctor, but if something crops up in a seven year, you need to be right on it and take care of it because it's the kind of year where it can deteriorate quickly if you don't take care of it. Yeah. Okay. Your physical energy is just not as good. It wouldn't hurt to take some kind of immune booster, which I take every day, um, anyway to just keep your health going and keep yourself up and take your vitamins and whatever because otherwise your body will suffer through this. It's hard on you. It's really interesting. I don't want to put all her business out there, but I'll tell you what I was saying to Morgan and see if you want to back me up. She's starting a new business and it's really difficult. And being it's in a, a seven year, year to do it. well, I told her that I thought she needed to work smarter, not harder. Because I didn't think it was a good year just to be in front of the computer all day making things happen. I think if she does that soul searching, she may realize where her passion is or like, 
I feel like the light bulb might got, go off over her head or where the opportunity is, but she shouldn't be beating herself up about working more. Well, first of all, she's an Aries, and they're very ambitious, and they're very high energy. I have one son that's an Aries, uh, and they have a lot of, of ability to make things happen, and she's born on the eighth day of the month. That eight is that business I was talking about. That's that setting goals and making things happen. It's a drive. So not only is she an Aries, with the Aries drive, but then she's born on the eighth day of the month, so she really has a lot of drive. She may not feel her the, the lowness of the energy as much as other people would because she's such a high-energy person, but nevertheless, this is a hard year to try and get things off the ground, and she could beat herself up because it doesn't go the way she thought it would this year. It is a great year, the seven year, for getting your ducks in a row, mm. making your plans. Look at how you might want to market. Look at how you want to do this. Look at how you want to do that. If there's, if you need to get um, a logo done or you know a branding done or something, this is the year to get everything in place. But don't expect it to just take off like crazy until you get to the fall months of 2020, and then. As the energy starts to change in the fall, I was talking about, all of a sudden, everything you've been planning and trying to make happen will take off. So it's like you have to plant the seeds. Yep. And there's that, that old... The background work. There's the mm -hmm. old story about the farmer that was working so hard that he was planting the seeds, then he mm -hmm. was digging them back up and dusting them off and checking. <laughs> you just got to leave it alone. Yeah, just leave them in there. They'll do their thing when they're ready. Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Uh, Michelle is July 18th. So, Michelle is a person that uh, is, because she's born on the 18th, which is actually a 9, is that humanitarian we were talking about. Okay? Mm, yeah. Um, and so she's um, in a number 2 year, this going into a number 2 year this year. And the number 2 is a year, it can be kind of frustrating for some people, because this past year would have been a, a one year of a lot of new things happening. And... It's all about her, and then all of a sudden, in order to make anything come together, she's got to work with somebody else to make it happen. And make this that teamwork. It's the cooperation and compromise and unity and teamwork and relationship and partnership. It's arbitration. It's everything is dual. Where the one is all about you, the, everything in the two year requires someone else to help you, has to help you make it happen. It's kind of frustrating for some people. It's so funny because when I was first hearing about numerology and I heard two was a relationship year mm -hmm. I always thought it meant I was going to get my soulmate and I'll never forget once I went into a two year like alright bring it on universe <laughs> and then uh at the end of the year, I ended up getting two foster kids. <laughs> Emergency. Not the relationship I was looking for. That's, let's talk about that, too. When you put something out to the universe, you better be darn clear about what it is you want. Yeah. Okay? Because the universe will bring you exactly what it understands you want. And so be, clarity is important about when you're setting goals for yourself. And you just went clear about what kind of relationship you wanted. I do want to bring this up, too, about relationship. When you hit a two-year, if there is... Any, if you are already in a relationship, if there's anything going on that is difficult that you have not addressed, believe me, it will come up, bam, for you to deal with it. The same with the sixth year, because that's a year of marriage. And in today's world, there are all kinds of people that live together that it's just like a marriage, even if they haven't actually gotten married. Yeah. So the two year and the sixth year are the ones where if you're in a relationship, and there's any underlying difficulties, they will come up to be healed, and you may all of a sudden find yourself in the middle of it where you've got to 
make some decisions and start making things work. It's so funny. I'm laughing thinking about the years because I did great in a four year because I'm such a planner and it's about putting one foot in front of the Mm -hmm. other and nose to the grindstone. Mm -hmm. And Julian is in a four year now and he is a big procrastinator. We were, we were talking about flights earlier and he will book a flight the next day, you know, where you and I are always planning you know, I've never in my life booked a flight. Well, that's not true. I have for work, but you for personal, yeah. I've never booked a flight well, we less are than not two weeks. People up. that are fly by the seat of the pants, We're people. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it's been really good for our relationship because with Julian, I could plan out the next three months of our lives, sure. and he always says, "Let's see how we feel." And I, I really kind of like. That. It's been really good for I me. Like that. But the the kicker is, his birthday is August nineteenth. And now he's going into a four-year, and it's fascinating for me because it's the complete opposite of his energy. But, you know, it's funny, I'm figuring this all out as we go along, uh, the lower energy, he has, he hurt his back and stuff, so he's been just over the holidays playing tennis. It's been slowing him down. he's going into the four-year. Yeah. And that's another year like the seven where something can happen to you physically that you have to take care of. Do you remember the year you were going into a four-year oh, and that's... you jumped off the stage? <laughs> what did you break? Oh, oh, no. I don't know what you did. That was or... the worst, but it was so interesting. <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know this story, yeah. I blew out my knee chasing after Tyrese. Big time. And uh, he was supposed to go on stage. We were at the gorge. He was going back to his dressing room. I knew if he went all the way up the hill at the gorge to his dressing room, we'd be an hour and a half behind schedule. And so I saw him going back to the dressing room. And at the stage, they had a ramp where they were loading equipment. He walked down it. I started chasing him after him, and they moved the ramp. And I thought I was Wonder Woman. (laughs) because I was about 22 or 23 Uh and so I just ran and jumped off a five six foot stage and I never fell I stuck it but I blew out my knee and I never had an injury like that before because I didn't bleed Mm -hmm. it was I ripped all my ligaments Mm -hmm. apart but I stayed on it all day But that was the year. Talk about low energy. I just remember you telling me that immediately we laughed over the fact that it was the beginning of your four year. Well, and it was the year that I realized what I wanted to do. I wouldn't be in L.A. if I hadn't blown out my knee. Really? No, because it made me realize, again, that as much as I love living in Seattle, you know, there's the Seattle music community, but the music industry really is in L.A., mm-hmm. right? All the managers, the lawyers, mm-hmm. the studios mm-hmm. and stuff. And I just knew I wanted to be closer to where things were happening. Mm-hmm. But I had to slow down and stop. And, I mean, I wasn't really going out for six months when you think about, like, you know, the injury leading up to scheduling a surgery, the recovery, the physical therapy, <laughs> and then it was the following year I moved to LA in my five Which year. Was your eight year. Yeah, but it'll be interesting in a four year if Julian activates well, into the year, year, year of great. Year for you, right? Yeah, yeah. The next year was a five year, and that was when you moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting to see what he kicks into gear with with the mm-hmm. year of great accomplishment. Yeah. Because another thing about numerology is if it doesn't go the way the year is supposed to, mm-hmm. it's usually because there's a lesson, right? Oh, sure. 
Well, so if there's you, lessons to be learned in every one of them, and if it's a lesson you need to learn, it's kind of like in astrology when Saturn shows up somewhere and says, look, you've got to learn this, and if you don't, it just beats you up until you do. Yeah. You know? So the, if there's a lesson to be learned in any year, uh, if we say to you number five years a year about great change and, and um, restlessness and freedom, and but it's always about change mostly, and it's about movement, and you're a person who hates change, for a whole year, you're going to deal with it, whether you want to or not. And yeah. And, and it teaches you how to do that. Yeah. Right? And being open. Well, I think they all teach you how to be open to something in one way or another. And are you a person that can do that? Yeah. Remember, you repeat those nine-year cycles your whole life. Because when you get through a nine-year, then you start over into a one-year again. So every nine years, you get a chance to redo whatever that year is that is teaching you something. So do you think, because we're going into 2020, mm -hmm. and it's a four energy mm -hmm. for the world, mm -hmm. that it's just going to be a harder year? Yes. With the election yes. and yes. everything? Well, and it isn't just our country. We've got other countries that are in dire straits and having problems and people not getting along. And so, uh, yes, I do think that. I want, I, now this made me just want to look up Greta Thunberg's birthday. Oh, I'm interested in that. Let me see, let isn't me she, see. Isn't she a cancer? We didn't have a Google <laughs> when we were doing this the first time around. We would have had the best time on the radio if we'd have had these phones, right? <laughs> Um, okay, let me see. Birthday. January 3rd. Oh, she's a Capricorn. Well, first of all, oh, the three... I just got goosebumps. <laughs> well, she's tough. Yeah. And you're not going to... It's not... She, she's not going to get shut up. Right. She's a Capricorn. But here's the thing. She's born on the 3rd, and the 3rd is about, remember, communication. Goosebumps. Yep, me too. So, so <laughs> the 3rd is about communication it is, <clears throat> it's creativity and talent, but it's about expression. And this little girl is not afraid to speak up. And that's because she's got that Capricorn tenacity. She's got the ability to speak up. She's got behind her that, that tenacity that I have a message and I'm going to get it out there. And I'm going to say what I have to say. Yeah. And um, she is going into an eight-year I know. That's why I got the goosebumps. Think wow. Of, what imagine, a, imagine. I mean, imagine what she did in a seven that year. That's just what I was going to say. If she did all this in a seven year, what can she do in an eight year? Wow. Unbelievable. I mean, it really mm -hmm. is. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating what happens this year. Well, she should, she will, she is a force to be reckoned with. She really is. And I'm really proud of her for that. And she's inspiring a lot of people. A lot of people. Well, the young and old. What she will do is inspire people in the way that if she can speak up, so can I. Right. If I have something to say and I haven't been saying it, she is showing me that maybe I should, that I have a voice. And she is saying to people, you have a voice, use it. You have a choice, make it. And she's saying that all over the world. And all over the world needs to hear it because our country isn't the only one that's divided. Yeah. The other, other countries are too, the divisiveness. Yeah, what's going on in the UK, well, Hong Kong, yeah, all over the world. But remember, change takes risk and change is never comfortable. But change only happens when you have people like her who are going to speak up and say you have a voice and a choice. Use those things and make them heard. And people have a tendency, humans have a tendency to sit back and 
and just wait and let somebody else do it. As long as I'm comfortable and I have my big TV and my chair and, you know, my beer in my hand, I don't need to do anything. My I'll phone. Just, yeah, exa- and the phone to play on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Then, then what do I care? Let them make the decisions. Except that you have to care because the decisions that are made by other people are going to affect you. And maybe one day you're not going to have that TV to look at. Right. Or that phone to look at. Maybe those are going to get taken away because your freedoms are taken away. It's time to start looking at that. Yeah. So she's going to have a big ear. Well, if people want to know more about numerology, I know you can go down the rabbit hole and look at your life path. And yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. Tons and you, for a long time, did readings with a regular deck of playing cards. I still do. I don't, I've never known anybody else that's ever done that. There's not a lot of people that read regular cards. I had a chance many years ago to study with somebody that was wonderful that taught how to do that. And I never really wanted to learn to read tarot cards. To me, most of the decks were quite frightening. Mm-hmm. Now they're not. There's some really pretty ones out now. But, but, you know, to me, you threw down that card and it was the ace of swords and it had a heart with swords coming through it and blood dripping out and i'm thinking "Mm, that's pretty scary looking you know and so uh, if you throw down a three of diamonds nobody's scared of that so what does that mean a three of diamonds three of diamonds um just because you threw it out there because i threw that one out there um that's that creativity i was talking about yeah and so anyway i still read the regular cards I still do phone readings, and I do, no matter what, I do both numerology and cards in any reading, because I now am, I do only phone readings. I don't maintain an office anymore. I'm really pretty much semi-retired. So I do, um, I have the people at the other end on their phone, uh, they have a deck of cards on hand, because I like you to draw your own cards. I don't want to draw cards for you, because if I do that, I'm reading my energy, not yours. So you just draw cards and tell me what you're drawing, and I pick them up at my end, and I can read for you just like you were sitting in front of me. Yeah. But I do both because they tell different things. And it helps with timing, right? It does. Well, and it helps where the numbers are going to tell us more about the energies that are affecting you and why things are happening. The cards will narrow it down to what's going on in a relationship like love or illness or, the, you know, or your work or somebody that's really a problem in your life or something. It, it narrows it down to what's happening right now and for the next few months. Yeah. Well, I love it, and I thank you so much because Karen has been a part of my life for most of my life, Mm -hmm. and not only have you helped me with the numerology, but you've always been a mother figure, and uh, whether it be teaching me about cooking or energy or relationships, you've always been really, really close to me, and you just remind me so much of home uh, (laughs) with us both being Seattleites. For people that aren't from Seattle or haven't been to Seattle, how would you describe somebody from Seattle? Well, I used to describe them as being much more laid back than most people, but I think that the complexion of our city has changed so much and so many people have come into it now and uh, that are from other places. I'm not sure that I consider it as laid back as it used to be, but it's beautiful. Very grounded. Very pretty. And... Um, we have white mountains and green trees and water year-round, and it's very pretty there. And, and no matter where I go, and I go wonderful places and see wonderful things, I'm always happy to fly back into home. And I always think when I fly into Seattle, it's still one of the prettiest places I've ever seen. It is. I mean, that, that flight in when you're landing, and it's funny. I, I remember taking uh, somebody there for the first time, and they got off the plane, mm-hmm. and they said... 
I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, we, and as most people think, we, it rains all the time. It doesn't rain all the time, but it does rain enough to keep the air clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else you want people to know or any advice you have for me? I don't think so. I think everybody needs, I, I think probably the, 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 is it Greta, that little girl? Yeah. Yeah, I think probably her messages right now are the more important of anything for the entire world. That is, you have a voice and you have a choice. Use your voice and make your choice. And don't sit back and just look at your phones and your TVs and play your games and stuff. Remember that what goes on in this, on, in this world, in this country, anywhere, you're part of that. You're not just a stick of grass growing. You are a part of all of that. And use your voice and make your choices. It's really cool. I've been leaning into that message, too. It's mm-hmm. like that old cliche, 90% of it's just showing up, right? It's true. And it's true. I had something happen earlier this year where I got invited to an AI salon. And I showed up, and all these people are talking about artificial intelligence, and it was way over my pay grade. There were coders and city planners there, but I met all these really great people, and it opened these new doors. And then, you know, I started developing relationships with those people, and Mm -hmm. now I'm learning all these new things, Mm -hmm. but it was uncomfortable to go because I knew I wasn't an expert or... I didn't necessarily belong, but I showed up. Yep. And I think when you get too comfortable, you stop growing. I think there's no question about that. And, and a lot of people in our world have stopped growing. They get comfortable. That's what I said. As long as they have their TV, their can of beer, and their phone, or their game to play, or whatever, they don't care what's going on around them. And they're not going to care until somebody's banging down their door and taking all that away from them. Yeah. And then they're going to care. And then it's going to be too late to do anything about it without a war. And we don't need any more war on this planet. We've managed to destroy enough. I think it's time to realize that everybody has a voice and a choice. And everybody also has a responsibility to keep, to use that voice and that choice and say something and not just sit back and wait to see what happens. Well, thanks for doing the Idea Fountain podcast in a seven-year. With a fountain in the background. With a fountain in the background. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Okay, Lots of self-love this year. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Karen. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little piece of my Seattle heart right there. Karen Cornell. I hope you got the gist of the numerology. If not, uh, we did put the calculations on juliepilot.co, J-U-L-I-E-P-I-L-A-T.co, my new website. And of course, you can always follow at The Idea Fountain on Instagram and hit me up. I, I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for telling a friend about The Idea Fountain. Uh, I love uh, when I see you share online and um, also hit me up if you have any questions. If you need a little numerology tutoring, I might be good for that too. Wishing everybody the best in 2020. Happy New Year.